Are you ready to do this? This is Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Now we've got this new feature on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, the AJ Alarms uh, Weekend Warriors. Now, the, the, the reason it's called the AJ Alarms, uh, Adrian Moss, who is, uh, he's been around the paddock for many, many years, is doing, uh, tyres on Jason Plato's car for the rest of this year. For many, many years, he, he was involved with, uh, Team Dynamics. Uh, uh, doing various roles within the team um, and he's worked at quite a few teams this year in fact um, Speedworks being one of them and finishing up at PMR. Now uh, a few weeks ago um, we got Adrian on the, on the uh, on the show because he's got an interesting life outside of the paddock and we thought we'd um, we would feature a few of our weekend warriors because there are many amongst the uh, BTCC paddock um, and, uh, and uh, so last week um so we found out about uh, Adrian Moss. His company is AJ Alarms um, and uh, fits uh, alarm systems and all sorts of in-car entertainment to uh, top-line automobiles. Um, and um, and then we spoke to Ollie Collins uh, last time, uh, who was a, a team manager. He's now general manager at Motorbase Performance. Um, and he is now not full-time, but he's part-time. And we got... Uh, Ollie to nominate our next weekend warrior with AJ Alarms. And, uh, well, he said it rather posh. He said, um, let's nominate Zoe Timbrell. Zoe Timbrell, or is it Zoe Timbrell? Hello, good evening. <laughs> is it, is it, is <laughs> I'll is answer it, to either. How do, how do you say your name? So, I actually say it differently the more I think about it. Well, don't think about it. What's, what's, so, imagine you're in school. Right. Hello. What's your name? Zoe Timbrell. Zoe Timbrell. That sounds weird. Yeah, you see, I, I think I say it better than you do. Zoe Timbrell. <laughs> I think you do. Ollie was just really posh and a little bit French when he said a Zoe Timbrell. Um, but so I thought, do I know this person? Oh, yes, I do. Um, because, Zoe, you were the uh, team manager uh, for quite a few years of BTCC racing. You've now had your skills moved into well, BTC racing is getting bigger and bigger and is um, entering in, in the support races. So so you're in charge of you're in charge of minis this year, aren't you? Yeah, so we it's our first year in the mini challenge. Um so I've been working well, we've been setting up a we've set up a new team. Um all on a weekend I've been with the mini challenge team. But I also do social media and marketing for the team. So I've been in and around the touring car paddock as well. Um now you see, I wasn't sure when 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 you were nominated as a weekend warrior. I wasn't sure whether 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 you were or or whether you weren't. Um, uh, are you a bit like Ollie? H- have you been full time at BTC Racing and are now not, or how how, how does it all work? Um, so I do so I do weekends with the, the minis and the touring cars, which is kind of not a weekend job. It's really four days. It starts on a Thursday, right? Um, I guess I'm not technically just a weekend warrior because I do do stuff during the week for them. Um, but I'm not technically full time with the team at the moment. No, because one of the things that you like to do is after a race weekend, because you, you have a camper van, a very nice camper van, I have to say, um, <laughs> and, and you sort of take to the road. So here we are, Tuesday after Donington Park. Where are you, Zoe Timbrell? Currently, I'm in a field near Lutterworth, 
taking a very long journey home. Uh, I mean, th- this is something that that, um, uh, that you've done for how long? How, how long? Well, certainly l- last year I became aware of it because we were in lockdown. There was no huge rush to get home after uh, after a race weekend. So, so you you went discovering the countryside, didn't you? That was a rather lovely idea. Yeah. So last year, I think because we our race season was squashed together so much, I actually ended up spending about eight weeks on the road yeah, in wow. camper van going from one weekend to another racing and then the gaps in the middle just exploring the bit of countryside in between the circuit how cool um which was really which was awesome because we'd all been like kept at home for such a long time so as soon as i got the opportunity that was away exploring which is absolutely fantastic so so um so you you, you've carried that on and to and to find a a lovely farm which is where you are now in the in the so so is there something that calls you is there a point at which you say i suppose i'll have to go home now (laughs) yeah there is a bit so um earlier this year my sister um gave birth my third my third well i've got two nieces and a nephew now so wow. i'm always keen to get home to hang out with them i don't want them to forget what auntie zoe is like <laughs> or how much fun i am so i have to go home to remind them <laughs> that i'm lots of fun <laughs> it's brilliant. Weeks. Um, uh, okay let, let, let's find out a bit about your history because um o- ollie um named you as a weekend warrior because he knew that uh, previous to um your uh, current role at btc racing you were were at race weekends uh, a part of a team um but during the week ollie knew you in a in a different sort of full-time job yeah so my first so i first met ollie when um i was working for a company called titan who were at the time um suppliers to the british touring car championship um we were in the early phase of suppliers in the ngtc area era yeah so i met him then um it's an engineering company and we supplied steering to to the cars so that's where ollie knows me from initially i actually still work for that company um do a couple of days a week for marketing for them right so um so always motor racing is that is that where you've always been zoe or or um uh, did something come before that um so so Titan, the engineering company, they do motorsport and automotive. So um, I actually started spannering for a friend in club racing because I was interested in learning about the motorsport side of things and how everything went together. So I come from like a strange, I have a strange background really in that <laughs> I don't, I'm not an engineer. I find engineering and mechanics really interesting. Um, and obviously I have a passion for motorsport. But I've always worked on the commercial or operational side, never right. yeah, yeah. actually hands on. I've 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 had fun spannering for friends at the circuit, but not I wouldn't put myself forward to spanner in a professional capacity. No, no, no. But you've got a good <laughs> overview, so so that made you really perfect to be a team manager because that's a, a, exactly the job, isn't it? To be a, a, overseeing everything. Yeah, so it's given me a good understanding of like of the challenges that people in the team are going through and how everything fits together with regards to um, issues or timeframes, kind of foreseeing issues which might occur 
in regards to a weekend and how it might run or where we might uh, essentially it just helps with the problem solving because a lot of working at the track is about solving problems in a very short time frame <laughs> anything that shortcuts that process is important exactly that and and i i know you're always up for a challenge so setting up a new um uh, splinter team within a team if you like that 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 must have been quite a challenge this year something that uh, i would imagine you relished yeah so initially i was obviously i've worked with btc racing on the touring car side for four years and i've developed great relationships with people on the team and the drivers so i was i I thought i would miss and obviously i do miss them all they're great but i have really enjoyed doing something different so on the mini challenge side everything is a lot less uh, we have less staff and everybody's new as well so that means that everything that's been done this year is brand new new cars new drivers new colleagues everything new regulations yes yeah, yeah. the whole lot it's been really interesting do you have to know all the regulations inside out um so the answer is yes yeah. ideally off the top of my head i would know them all i'm still i'm still learning them currently yes. the biggest challenge i have is that i've just spent the last four years hammering british touring car regulations yeah. into my brain yeah and now i'm trying to put in new ones that are very similar but not the same so sometimes you you think you know it but actually it's got too much of the touring car influence that i'm trying to get rid of so yeah that's kind of a work in progress currently uh, i'm i'm not going to finish this conversation without talking about um uh, something that you care very passionately about and um it, it is um a, a special month uh, making people aware of of breast cancer um and i was watching something on social media uh, just this morning uh, liz hurley who has uh, been a sort of a at the forefront of reminding ladies to to check themselves on a on a regular basis she was uh, doing her thing you've been doing your thing um you are a cancer survivor hooray um Yay. and and um uh, you were also uh, um, uh, trying to to uh, dovetail treatment with, of cancer with um, continuing your duties as team manager at BTC Racing a couple of years ago, which was um, incredibly impressive. Doing all of that at, 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 the, at the same time, um, it, it, you were quite poorly, weren't you, Zoe? Yeah, so I was diagnosed just over three years ago of breast cancer at the age of. 33. So I was just doing a maths, remembering how old I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so my initial diagnosis was towards the back end of the season so my surgery and everything happened during the season my really intensive chemo treatment happened during the winter period which Mm. I was as soon as they gave me my treatment plan I kind of lined it up with the the season to work out how it was going to all fit together Um, and assuming that I had no delays it was all going to be fine Um, I continued treatment all throughout the rest of the following year as well um, but it was, yeah, it was a, a challenging time. But the, I've, like the paddock was so amazingly supportive. Yeah, they are. You all know how incredible <laughs> yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, everybody up and down the grid. I had offers of support and assistance from other teams. It was just the most incredible. Obviously, it was a tough time, but it was an yeah. incredible experience. Well, you are absolutely right it it makes you um uh, look at yourself it makes you change your outlook on certain things and certainly it makes you very aware of how important people can be um and not necessarily the people that you 
um, uh, that you expect. Um, it's uh, it, 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 it's quite a weird thing. Sometimes the the offers of help and support and maybe even just a, a conversation come from a place that you that you really least expect it, Zoe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I was completely blown away with the support. The team were incredible. Um, just I couldn't have asked for or needed any more from them. They were just amazing. Um, one of the guys before I actually got my diagnosis, when I was in that period of knowing that I'd, I had a lump and that it would been biopsied, and while I was waiting for the results, one of the lads came and sat with me one evening and just kept me kept my mind off the diagnosis wow. we just talked about racing and rubbish and you know just so that I didn't spend the whole night worrying which you know is easily done when you're you're waiting on something like that and yeah. it, I was just so lucky everyone was amazing so so you're now absolutely uh, tickety-boo um, and you're using your uh, profile to uh, be able to remind people that it's a fairly simple operation to to get yourself checked and um, make sure that you're okay yeah absolutely i was completely naive prior to finding my lump i i believed and i truly believed i was too young to be concerned Mm. so i was not i was not committed to checking and that's one of the things that when i got my diagnosis i was really passionate about is people knowing that you just need to check regularly and if you notice any changes whatever those changes are to speak to a doctor about it because i i wasn't one for checking and i i, I did find it early and that was obviously important in my yeah. Yeah. um following treatment and everything but if i hadn't found it and i found it by chance then i wouldn't i wouldn't have had that and it it's just reminding people to check and recheck i still need reminding now after what i've been through <laughs> so that's one of those things that you just have to keep being reminded see I, I you see i didn't um and and i had uh my cancer was uh, the sort of uh, the male equivalent uh effectively yeah. um and um and i i didn't really check myself although um many years ago uh i i had a bit of discomfort and I, I, I went along to the doctor because I'm, yeah, I'm not sure about this. I don't really like to to have a fiddle, so I'll let the um, I'll let the doctor have a fiddle and, and see what he he knows what it should fiddle like. Um, so 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 um, so um, he uh, he did. He had a little examination and he said, "You're absolutely fine. You're worrying about nothing. Off you go." And that was the worst thing that I could have done. Because yeah. I was I was absolutely certain that when I had had a, a, a little check, I thought I think I can I think I can feel something. I knew better what it should feel like than my doctor because because I know my body better than my doctor. So I wasn't happy. It was still um, a, an element of discomfort. But I but what I did was in the ensuing uh, believe this six years until I was diagnosed. So six years, I was uncomfortable and it didn't feel right. Um, but I kept saying to myself, no, my doctor has told me it's fine. So so I think what I'd add to what you say, uh, not just, uh, you know, check yourself regularly. Uh, if you're not happy with the result, then uh, make a nuisance of yourself because because that is exactly what I should have done at the time. I shouldn't have just taken it and said... Um, no, 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 you're absolutely right, Doctor. You know what you're talking about. Because I wasn't. For six years, I wasn't happy. 
Um, and yeah. then finally, last year, I did go to the doctor. But that, but by that time, I was in, um, you know, crippling pain. <laughs> so, um, you know, it had gone on for slightly too long, I think. Um, so, so, yeah, there's a couple of things. Check yourself regularly. And if you're not happy when you go to the doctor, then ask to see another doctor because you can do that. Yeah. Do you know, interestingly, I so when I went to the doctor the first time, they they literally just said, yes, it's a lump, we'll refer you. If they'd have said to me, most lumps are nothing, I'm sure it's fine, and sent me away, I probably would have left thinking, well, I've done my bit. Really? They, yeah, because I, I, just, I just assumed that, you know, they would know best yeah, and wow. I'm too young, blah, 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 so I shouldn't be worried. So I'm... I know that if they'd have done the same to me that they did with you, I think I would have. I would have just taken their word for it. Yeah, for you see, you see, time you as do, well. and that's dangerous. That's really, really dangerous. Um, yeah, and, and 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 in a similar way, but the opposite way. Um, I think my doctor thought I was too old for that type of uh, of cancer because that's uh, because the cancer that I had is more the sort of cancer for a for a younger man uh, rather than for a, for an older man and, and and likewise you thought that you were you were too young so you you're never too young sadly so it's it's important no. um uh, well the great news Zoe is that you're you're tickety-boo you're well um you, you are recovered and uh, you're doing great work within the um uh, within the paddock um what's the plan for the future do you know um so it's essentially we're working on it at the moment with regards to my role um i'm always keen to do more you know what i love challenges so um i imagine it will continue of similar what I'm doing now, but more of it, more on the marketing and commercial side of things with the team. We've got such a great group of people that I, oh. you know, and I really enjoy working with them. So we've started, I feel like we've started something now and I've been with the team since the beginning. So, Well, they're, they're, they're all your friends, aren't they? I, I, I see you when are. you come into the into the BTC Racing Garage and, and, and Josh, you got very close to when you were working and Jade and, 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 um, and, and, and latterly Senna. Uh, and uh, at the start of the year, you made friends with Dan Camish as well. It is. It's a family, isn't it? It is. It's really nice. And and as well, when you know, when drivers move on from working with, with the team, it's really nice to see them doing well more recently. Like Dan Lloyd, it's been awesome to see his success. You kind of, yeah, of spend course, a lot yeah. of time together. And, you know, you want to see people do well when they move on. And, and it, so it's, it's such an incredible paddock to work in. I, I don't think I could be as happy anywhere else. Yeah, good for you. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried. You mentioned Dan Lloyd. I'm a bit worried about whether he's going to have a good weekend at, at Brands Hatch Grand Prix because um, um, he, he decided we had him on two consecutive weeks here on Tin Top Tuesday, the second time. Um, so one was before his first great weekend this year. Um, yep. And then after that weekend, he said, could I come on again next week? Because I think it's I think it's because I came on the show that I had a good weekend. So now he's had another good weekend following an appearance on the show. Um, and um, <laughs> I haven't had him on the show tonight. I almost feel guilty about that. Oh, dear. I know. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that is perfect. If, if he doesn't have a good weekend... It's all my fault. the first thing that gets mentioned. It's going to be all my fault. I know, I know. I feel guilty. Sorry, Dan. I'll do... <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, what can I say? I can, I can only apologise. We we didn't have enough slots free tonight. Uh, it's, it's been a, a busy show, Zoe, um, and uh, you've been one of the highlights of tonight's show. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Carry on being a weekend warrior. The final question, um, and 
I bet you've thought about this. Um, can you nominate for me uh, our next um, AJ Alarms Weekend Warrior for the next show? Do you have one in mind? I have been thinking about it. Good and um, I, I thought it would be good to have someone that's doing something quite interesting in yes. relation to their weekday job versus how that applies to the touring cars. And given what we're doing next year with hybrid yes um so it's it's someone from my team okay so i hope that's not a problem that's fine. But vicky jefferson she's one of our data engineers right she is lead engineer in a in a battery systems development role for an oem i like the sound of this during the week so i thought you know we're going hybrid next year yes vicky's been with the team for and, and vicky's been with us for ages as well so i thought that would be really interesting to see how especially for next year what she knows from her weekday thing might help at her weekend thing. Absolutely brilliant, Zoe. I knew you'd be organised. I didn't tell you before <laughs> that I'd need a, a recommendation, a nomination, but um, Vicky is somebody we will speak to on the f- final show, uh, in fact, in two weeks' time. So thank you very much awesome. indeed. And, and you're quite right with a view to next year and hybrid and um, uh, all the uh, advent of uh, batteries in road cars and all that kind of stuff. That'll be fascinating. Uh, Zoe, um, uh, firstly, thank you for coming on. Secondly, I'm so chuffed that you're well now. Um, and in enjoying the paddock. Uh, and thirdly, I'm so glad that you became my friend. Um, so thank you oh. thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. Thank you very much for having me and thank you for being my friend too. <laughs> there, there it you means go. a lot. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that, does it? Um, it doesn't. Uh, Zoe, thank you ever so much. In- enjoy the peace and tranquility of your farm in Lutterworth um, and we'll see you in a week and a half's time. Thank you. Take care. There we go. Zoe Timbrell, everybody from BTC Racing, here on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. Such an amazing person is uh, Zoe, and our final guest tonight on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. It has been a quite phenomenal night for emails and for tweets as well. Twitter's been a very, very busy. Sharon Milburn has sent in a number of pictures, one of which is superb. Uh, The reason it's superb is that it is the final podium. There's Robo, there's Aidan Moffat, there's Jake Hill. Uh, I beg your pardon from... uh, uh, Yeah, from the final race. Um, And there on the top step is Colin... And uh, the reason it's such a superb photo, you had to be very quick with that, Sharon, because Colin is still holding the champagne bottle. <laughs> Goodness me, that didn't last long. And I recommended that the, the dad of a young boy at the front uh, picked up the, uh, the jagged remnants of the bottle uh, so that his young son um, <laughs> didn't get didn't get cut on the glass. Uh, but that's what that's one to be remembered. That's uh, that's a bit of history, that is. Thank you, Sharon. Super work uh, to everybody uh, that's emailed in. Richard Harris, I last emailed you at the beginning of the season. We're all tentatively tiptoeing our way out of lockdown and the world we were returning to was very different to the one we were all used to. My partner, Emily, had just secured... Oh, yeah! Had just secured a new job at Halfords and I was preparing myself for a new season 
marshalling at Donington Park. What a year it's been. The BTCC has not disappointed and has delivered excitement, humour, frustration and cracking racing in bucket loads. I can't wait for the finale at Brands Hatch. In my opinion, it's almost a given that Ash will take the championship and hats off to him. He's learned from the mistakes of last season, mishaps and nailed it. Tingram is also deserving of a special mention and I hope he manages to land the runners-up spot. He's driven a new car in a new team with precision, professionalism, humour and humility. Well done, Tom. In fact, I think all the drivers, teams and organisers should be proud of themselves as the whole entity, not just... uh, not only entertains thousands of race fans they show some other sports how it should be done very rarely do we hear of any bickering or legal wranglings that other sports have as a staple ingredient to their mix thanks again for the continued coverage of the btcc and the inside track see see what i did there i do hope you have a good show tonight and i'll be listening on catch up tomorrow morning all the best and hope to hope to catch up in 2022 there you go. Uh, uh, thank you very much indeed, Richard. Uh, great to hear from you again. Hope the uh, hope the job is uh, going well. And thank you to all of you that have been uh, writing in um, and uh, showing your interest in uh, being first come, first served for tickets for Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday Live. You see, I've said it now. We've got to do it. We're doing it. End of January, beginning of February. Um, uh, keep an eye on Twitter. Uh, and on uh, Facebook as well and uh, we'll tell you as soon as details are decided for that uh, a very special, we've never done it before talked about it, never done it it'll be uh, extremely exciting very entertaining thank you everyone for all of your emails for your tweets, all of your interaction, at you make the show essentially, thank you also to second in the championship Colin Turkington to Dan Rowbottom, to uh, Gordon Shedden, to third in the championship, uh, Tingram, uh, Tom Ingram here, uh, uh, Ting, Tingers. Uh, and thank you to the leader of the championship, Ash Sutton. And thank you, of course, to uh, AJ Alarms, Weekend Warrior of the Week, to Zoe Timbrell. And in the meantime, everybody, night night.